Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us here at Cannabis Quarterly. CQ Radio is your classy yet unrefined cultural guide to everything surrounding cannabis and hemp lifestyle and culture. We cover the news, politics, history, movies, stocks, and of course, the money surrounding the cannabis community and where it's headed in the future. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at C Quarterly and on Instagram at Cannabis.Quarterly to stay up to date with everything we have going on because the green rush is here. And so are we. Welcome to CQ Radio. Thanks and enjoy. Today's guest, D. Owner, operator of LAVC Dispensary. Yes, sir. Okay, so just a couple questions for you today. Uh, simple questions, not too crazy. Uh, uh, so basically, what's the deal? Uh, tell us about you. Where are you from? Originally born in Russia, came to America as a young oh, boy. The American dream. There we go. Well, my parents had the American dream, but you know, I was I, fo- I followed them over here. I thank them. How old were you when you moved over? Uh, when I moved to LA, I was four years old. Um, our first place was over here in West Hollywood, California, and then we moved to the eight one eight Studio City, San Fernando Valley. Valley. That's where I got my. That's where I got my roots. That's where I got, you know, everything. That's where the store started in the valley. That's where. My whole interest in the industry started. That's just where the, my whole life kind of started. You said your your interest in the cannabis world came in, in here when you were in uh, L.A.? The interest, well, the funny thing is I got kicked out of eighth grade for selling weed, which is oh, no shit. A, pretty, a pretty... So you've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> a pretty funny thing. Now it's, now it's just legal. Veteran. Yeah, I, well, I didn't, I didn't get kicked out. I didn't... I went to a, a private school and... But now that's a resume booster. Right? I didn't, I, I, I didn't get asked... I, I didn't get asked to come back. So they didn't technically kick me out. They just didn't ask me to come back. So there you go. Then it, I it ended was up... mutual departure. Yeah, it was mutual <laughs> departure. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, later in life, you know, you know, I was focusing ba- on basketball, so I didn't really partake in too much of, you know... Talk ca- more about the basketball. Cannabis activity, you know. You know, I played a little college, a little high school, but long story short, a knee injury kind of stopped my career. Um, I was hoping to play. Somebody cross you over? (laughs) Actually, it it was just a, you know, just a, like, a layup with no, layup with no one around me, and my knee just gave out, and it was, it's kind of whack, but. You know, it is what it is, but if, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have this, so... Exactly, and which is kind of like a segue to the next question. Yeah. How did you get started with LAVC? Like, what are the S- with that? Okay, so LAVC started in February of 2007, which is a trip now, because that seems like an eternity ago. But, I was uh, in college. Yeah, I was, I was, in, I was college. in college, so I was playing basketball in college, Going to CSUN, trying to figure out what the hell was going on in my life. I uh, had an injury. Um, I was working at the time at Urban Outfitters, like nice. re- retail work, just like shitty. <laughs> Can I cuss on this thing? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah uh, like, sh- like. Fuck yeah, yeah man. <laughs> just shitty retail, just working. We've all, we've all worked retail. Being unappreciated, like, no. Just working hard for someone else, like, and I was just like kind of sick of that shit at a young age. Te- yeah, technically, not my the son. idea to start this store was my mom's idea, which is really funny because she's like never smoked nothing. So how, uh, how moms. So a family friend of hers actually had one of these back then, 
uh, and she was like, she brought it up to me like, hey, like, you might want to look into this. This might be something you want to do. Um, Some good advice. Yeah, it's like they're making a lot of money. It's like up and coming. It was kind of the wild, wild west. So she introduced me to this guy. I. I, unfortunately, I don't even remember his name. He's just some, like, older <laughs> Russian dude. And he's he hooked me up with this lawyer, got all my paperwork, found a location, um, found a landlord that was actually down to let me, like, operate right. this type of business. And you're pre-ICO, right? Pre-ICO. This was, this was February 2007 in Reseda, California, which is, like, deep, deep valley, like, you, if if you people haven't heard of Reseda, it's it, if you've seen Karate <laughs> Kid, Karate Kid, it explains Reseda. You know, it's it's right in the center of the San Fernando Valley. You know, it's literally the only place that let me was like, okay, come do it. Just pay me rent and you're straight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we were there for like I don't know six or seven years. You know, there was a lot of ups and downs. There was uh, dealt with you know robberies. We dealt with you know back taxes from the IRS, we dealt from a bunch of shops popping up left and right that just, you know, weren't, you know, compliant, just basically, just a lot of, a lot of, like a lot of bullshit, a lot of ups and downs, and finally, you know, to see where it's at today is really like an amazing thing, because it's progress, like so much since the beginning, like, like little things like edibles. Now that you get, you know exactly what's in there. You know exactly what dose you're getting. You know, to the T, if it's gluten, like the, the like <laughs> it's it's so crazy now. I used to have a lady named Grandma Dank who was this like <laughs> shout out. She was Grandma shout Dank. Out shout grandma. out. She used to make she Grandma sh- Dank. <laughs> she used to make the strongest edibles, but like there was no labels on it. There was like there was nothing. We we're just like. Just eat this much, hopefully it works. And we would charge it like 10 bucks a gram or, or 10 bucks a, a brownie. And like people would love it because it would, you know, it work. But people would be like, yo, I took way too much. Yeah. And But now it's like you know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, that's that's how it started. And, you know, obviously I had the help of my father financially to start. You know, I was 21, 20 years old. I didn't really have that much money. Um, I had a little money from playing poker, from promoting, from working at this, you know, Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then, you know, my pops helped me match whatever money I had. That's awesome. We made it work throughout the years, ups and downs, and... Shout out to pops. Shout out to... It's basically a family thing, you know. My mom, it was, like, mostly my mom's idea, and then me and my pops, he helped me run this whole thing, whole operation. That's a that's a true American family American dream, dream man. That's, now we're here, now they're both, like, kind of... Basically retired, and I'm just running everything, just making sure they're happy, yeah. making sure I'm happy, everyone's happy, you know? Now, when did you open this location from Reseda? This location, we moved, uh, I think about four years ago, in 2000, and what was that, 2013? What, what year is it? 2018? 2018 yeah, yeah. right now. About 2000, <laughs> about, I think it was, I think it was no, November 2013 is when we moved over here. And that was for a, there was a zoning ordinance called Prop D. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, our shop in Reseda, we were not compliant. For, we, were, we had all the proper paperwork. Like the, we had everything except the zoning. So we had to move to a compliant location. We looked all over town, pain in the ass. Uh, finally, the landlord here was like a savior. And he was just like, I, I had to 
you know, show them that, like, I'm legit. I'm not mm-hmm. just some random guy that's going to get shut down in 10 minutes. Like, yeah. you know, I had to show them all the paperwork. I had to prove to them that, like, I was a good tenant. I had to put a hefty deposit. You know, like... Yeah, uh, any, any of the normal growing pains that you have to do with a small business, plus the stigma... Plus, plus of- the uh, federally illegal... You know, I don't want my property seized. You have to sign this paper to make sure, you know, nobody uh, within a certain radius of the store smokes because then it could come back on you. Like, I, so that's why I'm, you know, as you guys know, you guys been here a little while. I run a pretty tight, you know, tight uh-huh. ship. I have people monitoring the parking lot. I have these air filters so it doesn't, so it doesn't smell. We're not a nuisance to the neighborhood. They love us here, like. Even before I met, got uh, doggy bowls outside. Got doggy bowls. Even when I, uh, <laughs> when I first uh, came over here, I was, uh, I met with the UFCW, which is a workers workers union for the for cannabis. Oh. And um, I met with this lady Jean, who was really helpful. She introduced me to Paul Caretz, who is the congressman for this district and I introduced myself to him before I even moved in moved here you know and I wore you know I look good I wore a suit you know, you know, my daily attire is shorts and uh, basketball shorts and, and all-purpose sandals you know right. so like southern Cal- it is southern California yeah, it is southern California so, combined, you, know, you know I introduced myself I look good you know I look I look professional I told him you know I, I you know I run a compliant business I, I play by the rules I'm, I'm in it for the long haul I'm not just trying to make some quick money and like dip like I'm trying to make this like my life you know so grow it and he, and he was like he straight up said look I have no problem because he's a supporter of cannabis he's like I have no problem with cannabis as long as you you're pro- you, you follow all the rules you stay compliant everything's good you're all great with me and knock on wood we haven't had any issues since and you know just what a month or two ago we just got our full like our uh, state state recreational and medical license which is been a blessing. It's game changer. Game changer. <laughs> Let's just say you were stranded on an island. Okay. And they gave you an option of three seeds to grow. Okay. So you have your sativa, your hybrid, and your indica. This is something you're going to cultivate yourself. What do you take with you? What do you grow? What would be your three seeds? Okay, so. Wow, okay. <laughs> okay, am I alone on this island? That's or do I have friends or my girl or... or I'd say this is just you. Just me. This one's just you. Just me by myself and trying and, and to... What's going to comfort you? Right now, present pre- present day right now. Not old you, not young you. New okay, new right now, on an island. With... Deserted. Deserted island. Okay. Well... And you've you got your water. Okay. <laughs> you got okay, your essentials. I'm going to have to go with... Is it strains we carry now or just inject any strains ever? Strain. It could be strains from Brazil you had all the way to LABC. Okay, so I'm I'm not big on sativas personally. Um, they're not my thing. But I would have Reach to get uh, just a clean blue dream, just because it's simple. I'll get my you know mind right. It's good. I I've, I've called I've called blue dream my uh, the beach weed since I've had received. Then I'm gonna have to go with you know the old school Skywalker OG. Skywalker. I I'll. I'll just get that straight for just midday. I'll have to go get my own fish because, you know, I'm on a, a stranded island. I have to go out and swim, make a spear. I'll make a spear with a blue, blue dream. Blue dream's going to make a spear. Right you eat, you then know? I'm going to go fucking fish that <laughs> fucking 
fish. I need some energy. And so I'm going to eat that, eat that, eat that uh, Skywalker. I mean, smoke that Skywalker, and then... Uh, and then as soon as you eat, so what are you going to use to chill out and relax and then, sleep you know, at the, the night, At the end of the night, my go-to is always Grape Ape. That's been Grape my, that's, Ape. That's been my... Uh, it's a nice indica, but it's not so heavy where you just yeah, knock out yeah, right away. It doesn't like the heaviest. But, like, it just... It gets me to a place where I'm just, like, very chill, and I'm just relaxed, you know? So Prop 64... Um, was the initiative that passed on the 2016 ballot? Yeah. 2016 ballot. And it uh, went into effect 2018. 2018, January 1, were recreationally illegal across the board. Right. And Gavin Newsom, the lieutenant governor of California, was the one who spearheaded that. Right. So he is now running for governor. What would you like to see it go towards well, if you had your say? On the on a whole state level, I, I like what's going on. Um on a city level, I want a lot of these like pop-up shops to finally close down. Um, it's more beneficial for us and for the city because if those customers are coming to us, we're paying the taxes. Mm-hmm. We're getting, uh, you know, we're getting the, the 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 revenue and the money from from the from the consumer that 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 city and the state's actually seeing when they're going to these illegal shops, pop-ups. They're getting better deals. Because that's why they're going there, but it's also not legal, you know? Where do you see LABC in the coming years? Um, like, 10 years or like 2 and years? What, whether you're expanding well, or well, shops. Right now, current goal is get this place, like, functioning, like, just like, perfectly. You know, no, no flaws, just get it perfect. We're almost there. I mean, we're, we're like... 80% there, 90%. A well hemp oil machine. This is a well hemp oil machine. A CBD oil machine. Eventually, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus more on uh, opening more storefronts. I think that's what I'm good at and what I envision LAVC in the future is maybe opening LAVC San Diego, LAVC Santa Barbara, LAVC Paris. Paris. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wherever. I'll... You know, all over the United States one day, you know, just I want the people to come in here and feel a certain way and get a type of service that they'll re- recognize with LABC. So if they see it in another state, in another city, especially with all the tourists. Oh, yeah. They'll just know. Oh, I recognize that place from from L.A. They have good. Their variety of cannabis is amazing. Where can they find the menu if they want? Uh, we actually uh, we have a website. Our website's lavcdispensary.com. Uh, we're currently updating it, like, literally at the moment. Uh, we'll have all the full menu up on there. You can also check us out on Weed Maps uh, at LAVC. And then we constantly uh, follow, We constantly update our Instagram at LAVC Dispensary. Um, we have a slogan, you know, where you always find your best buds. I like we that. We meet that not just, like, the actual buds. We meet that as the people that work here. You know, we're... we're we treat all our customers, patients like we're friends with them. We're not, we're not just trying to get you in the door and right out the door. We like to, you know, make sure you feel comfortable and uh, you know happy with your experience and stuff. There's one thing to people keep in mind when they walk into a dispensary. Uh-huh. What what would be that one thing to keep in mind? To keep in mind, somebody that hasn't been here at all. Well, it's so a lot of people like especially out-of-towners, they're like a kid in a candy store. So we tell them, 
Start, literally. Yeah, they're literally. Like, <laughs> so we're, my suggestion is, you know, start slow. You don't have to overdo it. We're open seven days a week. Come back in. Yeah, you could come we, back in. Just we'll come in. Here. Get an edible. Only try a little bit. Don't eat the whole thing. Yeah. You know, come here and try. We recommend trying a few different things. Don't, you know, you don't have to get a lot of one thing. It's good to just try out. And just like we, we said earlier, everyone's wired different. So something that might work amazing for me might work not be amazing for you. But you just have to try it for yourself. That's all. Yeah. My recommendation is, you know, start slow. Come in. You know, get feel the vibe. And then, you know, if you like what you get, right? get a little more. Dude, that is love. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you for... No, this has been a great time. Do I get to uh, take oh, a picture yeah. oh, of the wings? Everybody, I thought that was the... Everybody that's the thing, right? Go to the wings. Hey, thank you. Thanks for joining us for the first episode of CQ Radio with Dimitri Levin, owner-operator of LAVC Dispensary. If you're in LA, go check them out. They always have their best buds, great deals, and a great environment. Check back soon for the next episode of CQ Radio. Thanks. Happy New Year.